Hey, what up? It is Eric Hulkerin, and on this episode of the Incredible Hulk podcast, we hook back up with Don Myers of the comic Signal. For the past 35 years, Don has collected and been an enthusiast about comic books. And three years ago, he decided to turn that passion into a business and opened a comic shop called The Comic Signal. This weekend, they celebrate their third anniversary, and we caught up with them last year on their second anniversary, so we thought we'd catch up with them again one year later. So please enjoy this episode of the Incredible Halt podcast with Don Myers of The Comic Signal. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Don't tell television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. The Incredible Halt. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. Don, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you doing? Good. Congrats. Three years. Congratulations. Thank you. What does that feel like being here for three years? Because I incredible, you know, to, to set some context, the last time we talked, it was the two year anniversary, yep. and we talked a lot about kind of the creation of the Comic Signal and, and what you guys are looking to do. And over the next twelve months, here we are in the three year anniversary. How much has changed in the last year for you? Speed, first thing, it just goes <laughs> fast. <laughs> Every year goes faster. Yeah. Um. Uh, just meeting a lot and then lots of more nice people coming in, uh, which and I probably said this last time, but it's the best part of the this this job, being able to meet the people, you know, have, you have interaction with them, the um, the same the same geekery, <laughs> if you want to say it. <laughs> um, but you know, we all have something in common, and, and that that's what's that's been the, uh, the best about the whole the whole three years in general. Last three years, we've just been expanding, um, putting in more books, more games, and um, getting uh, more and um, different artists and, and writers out here and trying to introduce people to all the local talent that we have around here. And, and so the last time we talked, you and I sort of, and we'll probably do this a little bit, we geeked out about kind of the the movie scene and how that transfers into the comic scene and yep. vice versa. And we'll get into that stuff here in a second. But I did want to spend a, a, some time talking about what I've noticed here in the last 12 months, and, and okay. that is this community that you're building, right? And you, you came out, I mean, you are a pharmacist, yes, right? Like, <laughs> w what does a pharmacist know about building a community about comics and games? Because you, you've really built one community, but it, it's two separate, and not, not even separate, but two different parts, right? There's the people that come in and they've got pull lists and yep. they want to come in and touch the physical books and those right. sorts of things. And then you're doing all of this amazing stuff in this back room where we're sitting right now with games. I mean, you're, you're doing what I would call the hardcore gamers, like tournaments and things like that. And then you've got this, this thing that you do, and I forget the cadence by which you do this, but you've got this thing where you're like, hey, we're going to open a whole bunch of games and we're going to show you how to play them and yep. you don't need to know what you're doing and, and come experience board games exactly uh, we do it my my son and my daughter teach a lot of those games uh, we also have some groups come in that do it um the people from um jfax come in and they'll teach a, uh, a bunch of games for a month and also extra life uh comes in and also teaches which games. i want to talk about them here in a second yes but, but I, I do want to focus like how did you know for for people who don't know a lot about you, this is really a family business, yes. right? Yes, and, it is. And what did, what did you guys know or what did you figure out in the last three years about building this community? 
<laughs> I went into it, uh, I guess, a little naive, you might say, or a little, little is a real beginning for me. I have worked for in pharmacy. You talk about how that kind of shaped things. Pharmacy really is a community, too, especially when I first started out back sure. in the late 80s, early 90s. You develop a community around medicines and healthcare and such like that. So I kind of took those same aspects to use it as far as building the store. We were hoping, you know, we were, we thought of many different things of what we want to try and do to engage people. And we thought the games, uh, the board games was our best bet. Um, we looked into the, doing the magic, uh, Friday night magic and stuff like that. And um, we thought we maybe we didn't want something maybe quite so intense. We wanted something a little relaxed, more that a family can come enjoy together. Sure. And uh, that's really what we've built it around to try to get uh, people from all the, especially all the school areas. I found some uh, people that are big into gaming that work at schools. And so they have gaming clubs there. So they'll tell their kids about coming up here. And sometimes we'll, we'll have a game night with those people here as well. Very cool. And because what people might not realize is comic book stores mm -hmm. have been evolving over the last you know, we'll call it a decade, right? right. But yep. but to your point about speed, in the last three years, they've sped up the way in yes. which... And this wall that I'm looking at, this tends to be a... Be these stores tend to be beacons for things like this. Because if you're looking to learn something about a board game, a physical game that you touch with your hands, stores like what you guys are doing is where you start to do that. Right. And we want to get people to interact. Sure. You know, rather than sitting in... in uh, in front of a TV all the time, or in front of a computer screen, just playing a game. Let's get out and interact actually with other people. And what's interesting is when you compare that to music. You know what what yep. you've been seeing in the last decade is this resurgence of vinyl for yes. the same reason: is that yep. you have access to all of the music in the world. Yep. Here, here you go, Don. Here's my phone. You can access every song you've ever <laughs> thought of ever. But what happens is people miss actually interacting with the medium, right? They want yes. to touch it. They want to get up and flip the record over because it feels like now I have a relationship with you. Yes. I have an intimate relationship with this thing and I'm flipping it over. And board games are having this resurgence for the same reason. Is that I can play Apex Legends and I can play Fortnite and I can play Anthem that comes out this Friday. Yep. I, I can do all those things and they're fun. Yeah. But sometimes I want to sit across the table from my friend Don <laughs> and go at it with whatever type of game we're going to pull off the shelf, right. you know, Settlers of Catan or what, you know, whatever you're into. Yep. And it's, it's a different experience that I think people go seeking for in the last four or five years because we spend so much time in a digital ecosystem that that physicality feels like, I, I would venture to guess that's one of the reasons you guys have such success with that is that I can come by and try a game I've never yep. heard of maybe or heard of and don't know how to play. And I've, I've got that tactileness, right? I can touch it. Yeah, I agree with that totally. In fact, I even would go farther and, and say that about comic books too. Mm -hmm. um, you can get your comics digitally if you want. Sure. And you, you never have to step foot in a comic book store. But people still want that, again, the physicality of being able to hold it, coming in to talking to someone about it, um, interacting, oh, this is what I liked. And, and um, so I really think both sides of our, our store here enhance that that yeah well and, and what I, i've loved about this store because this is the one i frequent right mm -hmm. is specific to that is i have a marvel unlimited account and and i like it but what i don't like about it is i can't make heads or tails of where to start right when let let's say i don't know anything about captain marvel or miss marvel yep or carol danvers in any way <laughs> shape or form 
like the algorithm like shoves me into a content box and says, here, read some of this stuff. Right. But when I come in here, you can go, all right, here's what, here's what you need to know. Go yep. get that graphic novel, <laughs> right. pick up that single issue and that thing over here. And then you'll be, you'll understand yep. what you need to enjoy the movie at a different level and then come back and get involved in the character. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, because the, that's the one thing. There's many things that I like about talking to humans, which is why I do podcasts. But the, sure. you know, the one thing about coming in here is that I can get a better sense of the history of the character I might want to be researching than I can by just downloading the app and having access to either every song or every comic ever. Right. right? Yep. Uh, I agree with that, and I love the history of comic books. So I've not only have we can hardly tell, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, just from reading it, but I've also. Anytime they have articles uh, or on the history of, of either, whether it be a character, a company, um, an artist, or stuff like that, I would—that's what I would read up and even above comics. I, I just absorb that, and um, that's why a lot of people come in here because they know they can come to me. <laughs> my my kids always think it's funny, but they all come to me and say, "Yeah, the old, my dad, my old man knows, the dad knows." Right. <laughs> and, and so. Let's stop there for a second, right? Okay. Obviously, the nexus of this adventure started with your collection and a way for you to kind of like make it so your kids didn't need to deal with it, yes. right? Like, yes. um, and you've got this wealth of collection. And if you've never been up here on Plainfield, one of my favorite things to do is kind of peruse the glass case that's got some of your more priceless items in there. And yeah. you can see these historical moments of comic book history and go, oh my, because just the other day you had the first um, Harley Quinn appearance yes. in Batgirl. It's like, yep. holy cow, what a cool moment to see when yep. that, that character comes about, which leads me to Stan Lee, right? Okay. We lost yes. Stan Lee since yeah. the last time you and yep. I spoke. Yep. We lost Jack Kirby way before that. Right. And so when you lose those two titans, what do you, you know, as somebody who's got a grasp on the history of this rich medium, mm -hmm. What does the future look like when you lose those two like guiding compasses? It's specific to like comics at large. Not, let's not focus on Marvel or DC, right. but like those two guys invented every character that most people know today that isn't Batman. Right. That's true. They um I think it's like almost losing any family member. You all, you always lose lose some of that beginning, some of that richness that they had, but there are so many good creators out there. And I don't think the medium actually is hard pressed to find good creators. Uh, and we're going to see more and more new creations. It's just, I don't think any two people are going to do that many. Sure. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, you right. know, but we're going to still see a lot of very cool either storylines or new characters that will come out eventually over time here. And, and we have been. I mean, you talk about Harley Quinn, you know, there's been Deadpool. Um, just to throw out a couple off the top, um, Cable. Cable, yep. Um, there's another one. Um, so there are more and more creations still coming out. Um, Court of Owls, as far as a villain for Batman, sure, uh, was was a big change to, for him. Uh, first big new villain for him or group of villains in, in quite a long time. So we're going to see that. It's just, it's. I don't want to say spotty, but you, it's going to be more more individually you and, searched and that's out. kind of my point right yeah. it's like it doesn't feel like we will have this one river approach right like or these one two, guiding these light these two guys right. are kind of the guiding light of what we're trying to make and and deadpool and cable and these guys can jump into this universe but they're still they're still connected to the x-men they're still connected yes. to 
whatever yep. um, that that we won't we won't have going forward, which will which to your point doesn't change the amount of books we're going to get or the right. quality of those books. It just changes an apt example to go back to what you and I talked about a year ago. If you look at the fragmentation of the DC movie universe, yep. right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't connect. It doesn't have a uniform. Right. Meanwhile, argue in my opinion, arguably the greatest comic book movie of all time has to be Infinity War because it was able to take 18 movies in a decade of content and make sense of it in two hours. Yes. <laughs> which is a, which is a you know a Amazing. Kevin a Kevin Feige production, right? Yeah. And, and if you don't have someone like that right. pulling the whole thing together, you get Justice League. Right. Right? Yep. Um, and, and you see DC doing some cool stuff, like Aquaman was a step in a different direction, yep. and some people like it and some people hate it, but it was a different look, yep. and you see some changes happening, but you don't see that guiding light right. in the way that you see Kevin Feige. And, and to some extent, I know a lot of people are excited for and this will be snarky to say, but people are excited to see Dark Phoenix be over with so we can finally restart Marvel's <laughs> X-Men version with Kevin Feige. Like, yep, it's true. The guiding light, right? Yep. Like, let's get rid of all this garbage and yep. do what who have been fans of the X-Men since the 80s have been waiting to see on yeah. a big screen. He almost is the Stanley of movies. Well, most assured. I mean, I mean, that's and, about the know, best way to, as far as, far as, is it going to be another Stanley? In a way, he is, to a sense, he's using creations that are already out there sure but the way he's but he, he's, I mean, yeah. he's creating this story in this universe simply amazing the architect is in it's insanity right yep. when you think of it when you look at infinity war and you go how did you do that right right how did you take 18 movies and boil it into two hours and right. make sense of it and make a cliffhanger that didn't piss people off right right yeah i mean it still had an ending that wasn't an ending right yep. um and, and I, you know, that sort of storytelling comes out of buildings like this, right? Yeah. Where these stories were created and yep. you're seeing all sorts. Of, and I would say, guys, if, if you were into Infinity War and you're interested in like what's happening, they're doing all sorts of like Wolverine has the gauntlet. Ghost Rider has the gauntlet. Like, they're doing all sorts of cool stuff with the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, um, yeah, they... Well, and sometimes you say maybe overdoing it, but yes. Uh, yeah, but but, but, but like, they are. But that that does inspire people when they see it in a movie, and they see another book that's there about that. Okay, they want to read more about it, and they want to continue on with what's going on with and that. And sp specific to those two characters, right? Like yep. Ghost Rider isn't in the movie, and nor is Wolverine, right? And right. So you can see in this what if scenario that happens in comic books, what yep. happens if my favorite guy gets a hold of this weapon to end all weapons yep, right exactly um, and you know and the other thing that i'm super into now and i know lots of people are is the bat who laughs is another thing that's yep one of the coolest things on your shelf right now that's i think we're four in or three in three in three just, in. yep just three just came out yeah i mean what a cool yeah yep they're doing some really cool stuff in um, that space yep you gotta give scott snyder credit on that i mean uh, we talked about Court of Owls, which he was a big part yeah. of, and now yep. now he did the, the metal series that brought out this Batman who laughs, and it's a very interesting take on a, a twist on on Batman. Yeah, well, and it comes right off of the um, the awesome Joker twist they did what a year ago, right? Where Joker is a good guy for a half a minute. Yep. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, there's just some there's some really cool stories that happen in a building like this. Oh yeah, and and you're just one of those guys that I could talk to for hours about this industry and you know and and how it works and and what happens in it. But very very quickly, 
you've got your third anniversary happening on yes. on Saturday. Yep. Tell people what's going on and, and what can they expect. And well, we've got a full day of events. We have um, uh, an artist alley in the morning from eleven to three. Uh, Will Jones, uh, an artist, local artist, Scott Rosema, uh, Ryan Cummings, who has just uh, has a comic book released uh, that he did himself through Kickstarter. Uh, Peter Wilmerink, a, a local author uh, who writes post-apocalyptic stories based in Grand Rapids. And he was here last year, too. Yes. He was here last yes. year as well. And we're also having, again, um, our friends at SourcePoint come in. Uh, the writer David Wright will be here, who's written uh, The Rot, and he also written Rotten Tail. And they're making that into a B-style horror movie. Oh, very funny. So <laughs> um, there'll be a lot of, lot of uh, fun people here, and you can see see their talents displayed. Uh, we'll also be running, uh, I've added about a little over 6,000 comic books to our $3 bins, and we're actually even going to sell all those at half off. Oh, wow. So we have a lot of lot of comics that uh, people haven't seen and get, get, get some good deals on that. Then at night, we have Extra Life coming in uh, that will host, a, again, a game night. And the whole theme to our, our anniversary is that we want to give back. Yeah, so let's talk about Extra Life and what they do and how they got involved with you yep. guys. Well, they, um, we just, I got kind of came in contact with them. They, a lot of gamers are also comic book fans. Sure. So right. they came in, you know, uh, uh, looking at comics and we got to talking and they explained to me what they did. And um, so they're willing to come in and they keep a bucket out that if people want to donate, that money goes to Helen Duvall's Children's Hospital. And for people who don't know what they do is they play games. They do 24-hour, you know, they can do 24-hour marathon sessions that they raise money for charities nationwide. They're based, I believe, out of Minneapolis, I think. I think that sounds right. But they have, there's a Grand Rapids chapter. Yeah, there's a local chapter. Um, And so they're coming in and they're donating to Helen DeVos. Yes, yep. And uh, we're also donating to Helen DeVos and Mary Freebed by, if you come in and buy a comic and put it in our donation box... Um, we, the comic single, so however total comics we get, we will put in that many more, and then we're going to split them up between Helen DeVos and Mary Freebed. Oh, very cool. Um, and have you done something like that with them before? I, with, with Helen DeVos, we have. I had it with Mary Freebed, but um, I had some personal um, interaction with uh, at Mary Freebed myself, so I wanted to give back to them as well. And both places have libraries and, and areas for families to sit, maybe wait while their member is sure. involved in a procedure, yep. something like that, and it'll give them something to read. Uh, you know, there's a lot of kids in both, uh, you know, right. in, yes. in Mary Freebed, and you'll give them something to read to do in between times, hopefully make their day just a little brighter. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And, and keep them reading. I mean, yeah. you want to stop that. Well, and, you know, and that's, you know, that's the other thing that I've always loved, but even back when I was super young, is that it was just another way to continue to read, learn about reading, yep. learn about storytelling, learn about art. I mean, you know, when we talked last time, you know, when I was growing up, my favorite part was what we see around you, right? The art yep. was what pulled me into it. And then the yep. stories was kind of secondary. And then when you're an adult, it's inversed, right? I, oh, exactly. I'm willing to, if the art isn't my favorite, but the story is amazing, I'm willing to concede that because yep. I want the stories because a lot of these stories while serialized, different than novels or movies, right? right. I've got to come back for issue after issue are telling things that aren't told in any other mediums in any other way like this. Oh, definitely. Um, yet, the, every every new book that comes out almost gets proposed 
really quickly about it's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be on Hulu. It's going to be on yeah. uh, commission for a movie or something like that. Well, um, because it, because they've you know in the time that in the year that we've last spoke, yep. right? It's become this Hollywood cash machine, it, right? Where well, you just yep. I mean, you had oh, it's right over there, right? Like American Gods is a gaming novel that now yep. is a show that's now back to a comic book, yep, right? It, like, exactly, and it, yeah, it goes both directions. Um, but it, I think it also gives legitimacy to that comic books are literature, where a lot of people don't think, um, don't give it that that much credit for 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 the, some of the stories that come out of it, the creative stories that come out from behind it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, you and I would both agree that that's a really weak argument, right? In the same way that you would say that all video games are bad for you. That's just right. a weak way to argue. But, I mean, they certainly don't get their just desserts. Right. You know, because if we, if we walk past this, we're on the, if you come in the store, we're on the right side where the gaming is. If yep. we walk to the other side, there's all of these stories. And I guarantee, no matter what you're into, even if you're not into comics, we could find a story that you would go, yeah, that's an interesting story. That's yeah. super cool. There are just so many genres. and. I think we probably talked about this last year, but this is one of the best periods um, of time in comics is of the amount of genres yeah. out there. Yep. Because uh, there was, for a while, you know, basically it was all just superheroes, and that's all you could get. But now there's crime, there, there's sci-fi, there's um, <laughs> fantasy, you know, all, the, the, whole, sure. the whole gamut of, of genres in there. You don't have to be just a superhero fan to, to enjoy a comic book. It's amazing. All right, so for people who might not know where the store is, give them real quick how they can find it and where they can find you online. Well, you can uh, um, always Google us, but I also have a website, uh, comicsignal.com. We're on Facebook at, at The Comic Signal, and um, we're at 4318 Plainfield. And it's so Saturday. We're open from 11 to 11 and looking to <laughs> have a great day of it. Well, happy anniversary, my friend, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me.